Hi everyone, welcome to the show where we attempt to share with you thoughts from stories, essays, articles, basically anything written under the sun. I'm Nets, your boy next door. Katokin mo lang ako. I'm Jet. Gusto na sumakay ng jet plane right now. And I'm Pao, who is alive but barely breathing. Charot. This week is a special week because we're discussing a reading by a Filipino author. It's always good to discuss topics close to home, especially now with everything happening, um, lots of social issues to discuss. So uh, we thought we'd veer away from authors or ideas from the West and the, our other Asian peers, which are more richer than the Philippines, and will take on something local. Kaya lang, our reading is still in English this week. So next week, we'll try to read something, we'll try to cover something that's in our local language. Um, so our reading is uh, written actually by a, a, a kind of famous author. Uh, his name is Mr. Nick Joaquin, the artist behind the play A Portrait of the Artist as Filipino, recently adapted to the award-winning movie Ang, La- Ang Larawan, and he also wrote short stories such as Summer Solstice. Um, so I'd, I'd like to ask uh, Jet and Pao, I guess, um, um, what are the things that you know about uh, Nick Joaquin? I just know he's a national artist, but I can't remember, honestly, if I've read any of his works. Ako naman, di ba si Nick Joaquin, siya din si... May pen name, may isa pa siyang pen name eh. Si Quijano de Manila. Tama ba? Wait, let me... Yeah, tama. Quijano de Manila. I actually And didn't know that. I know, I've been wanting to read his books under that pen name. Yung reportage on... Ano nga yun? Lima yun eh. Anyway, basta. May lima siyang books under that pen name na gusto kong basahin. Pero, haven't had the time to. And, what... Pero what I really know him for, I guess, kasi uh, recently, or in recent years, I've taken an interest in, like, history and all that. So, may mga binabasa kong books by him, yung culture and history, tsaka something about heroes. Ano yung title nun? A Portrait of Heroes? A, a Portrait of the Philippines. A Question of Heroes. Hindi. A Question of Heroes. Yun, yun yung isa niyang book na nagustuhan ko din. Hindi ko patapos, pero so far, nagustuhan ko siya kasi yun, it just paints a different image of the heroes that we know. Uh, I, I'd like to apologize if the reading is a bit siguro more or harder to read than the regular readings. Imagine excited lang ako when I saw it. <laughs> I, I actually liked uh, a short story from Nick Joaquin. Um, I read it back in college. It was a required reading for our lit for our intro to lit class. 
and it's simply titled Birthday. Um, I, I I remember really liking Whoa. it, but I I can no longer find a copy of the story. It 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 was stored in our Yahoo groups back in college, but Yahoo groups all contents of Yahoo groups has already been deleted as of last year. So so I don't know how I would I'd be able to get a copy of that um, story. So I, I I was excited when I saw it, and when I read it, I really really liked the essay. So I thought. Why not try some? Why not? Why not try this? Why not take a stab at it? Even though it feels like an academic reading, so, something that will be required of a, um, a college class or a senior high school class. So um, let's talk about the the essay. It's called "A Heritage of Smallness," and it's part of the 1988 book "Culture and History." Occasional notes on the process of Philippine becoming. Um, I, I I'm not sure. Uh, ha- have you started reading that book, Paul? I know that it's a part of the book, but I haven't read other parts of the book. I have actually, pero I think first two chapters palang ako of that book. I, but but I think as a standalone essay, it 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 works. Um. Um, so, so I, I guess let's talk about um, the, the time uh, when this was written. Um, this was around 1988. Um, Philippines, uh, fresh off the the 21-year um, martial law. Uh, so, so I guess this was a critique um, of, of that time. Uh, so, so, given that, what did you expect? From the reading, other than the fact that it seemed <laughs> it seemed daunting, perhaps. Actually, hindi ko kasi tiningin yung read yung kung kailan sinulat yung reading. Wala <laughs> talaga ako background on the reading, but I was thinking about. I thought it might have been written no mga 50s, 60s. I didn't really know what to expect dun sa reading kasi Go. yun nga. Um, This was my first. I don't know if this is really the first time that I was reading about Nikwakin. Because I'm not really sure. Maybe I read it in school in film class. Ako naman, wala ako actually expectations. Yeah, wala expectations from it. Like I didn't even consider checking. <laughs> I didn't even consider checking when it was written or where it was published. Parang for me. Nakita ko lang na, oh, it's a Nick Joaquin essay. Yay! <laughs> Pero hindi ko siya, masyadong pinag-isipan before reading it. Tapos, nung nakita ko yung sinend, like, it's six pages. So, inis- inisip ko, ah, okay, kaya naman. Siguro, I'm gonna be honest then because I didn't also check when it was written before reading it. Um, I'm not gonna go into the actual content, but when I started reading it, I thought, um, I, I think it, it's kind of the opposite of what Jet thought. I, I actually thought it was written uh, recently, although I, I, I was pretty sure that Nick Joaquin um, was no longer with us. Uh, so. so, so I, I after reading it, I, I had to check immediately. Kung kung kailan siya sinulat, and I saw na it was still back in uh, 1988. We'll 
will go to the next segment of our podcast where we give a short TLDR of A Heritage of Smallness by Mr. Nick Joaquin. And I have to be honest, unlike the previous weeks, I had to be prepared because this was a hard reading. I couldn't just make stuff up as I went along. TLDR. TLDR. Okay, so so here's my TLDR of the reading. It started off with several observations. It's about Filipinos having a hard time thinking or acting in a large-scale manner. So, uh, Mr. Joaquin um, g- gave examples that are close to home, like the barangay, the, the sari-sari store. Um, buy- buying things in what he called, or in Tagalog, tingi-tingi. Um, bibili ng yosi, isa dalawang piraso. This is still very much applicable uh, today. And then the observations turned into a critique about the Philippine society, about, about Filipinos fearing bigness. And he, he went on to cite several more examples of this, like how Filipinos uh, weren't able to, to branch out into the seas, unlike our Western counterparts who was able to conquer vast oceans. Ang mga Pinoy daw, ang mga nakoconquer lang are small rivers which are not not as as daunting perhaps as large vast oceans. He also went to to describe how we weren't able to conquer Australia because it it seemed so far. And then he he cited a possible reason for the Filipinos uh, so-called or in quotes, small-mindedness was the invasions. The Filipinos has been subject to several invasions by the Spaniards, by the Americans, and then by the Japanese. Then he proceeds to debunk that theory because he said that a lot of other countries had lots of invasions as well, but they didn't, or they didn't grow to have these uh, this small-mindedness. Uh, what what I actually like about the reading is that it didn't present a solution, at least. Rather, it kind of hinted at how such small-mindedness can translate into backwardness and desolation. Uh, the last few paragraphs went on to say something about um, the, the streets of Manila being um, leading into uh, disrepair and, and lots of garbage piling up. Rather than presenting a solution, it, it kind of, um, I think, made people uh, think that if they don't um, solve or if they don't adapt, um, it, it can lead to, to bad things. And I think that's a very long TLDR, but that's my TLDR. And, and I think the six-page long reading is, is worth TLDR as long as that. TLDR. TLDR. Perhaps we should um, go into the discussion topics. Um, the, the first discussion topic is uh, we, we said that the reading started off with the observations. Um, do you think these observations still hold in the year 2020? And in what instances? As in, like in my own personal experience, the whole 
yung whole tingi-tingi really clo- hit close to home. Kasi whenever I travel, I have this mindset na since I'm only gonna be staying in a country for like how many days lang, I would buy like mga sachets of shampoo or conditioner para it doesn't take up space. In retrospect, I think about na sayang yung mga papel. Well, yung environmental um, repercussions of buying in tingi-tingi. So, that, and then, if ano ka, if pumunta ka ba rin sa mga tendahan, as in, tingi-tingi pa rin yung pagbili. Candy, yung tawas. Tatawa talaga ako kasi yung lola ko, pag nagpapabili ng tawas, it comes in like small packages, yung parang drugs. <laughs> Tapos, nagpagbibili ako ng feeling ko, minsan bibili ako, bumibili ako ng droga, but no, I'm not. Eh, pero, <laughs> oh my god, sorry. Pero, hindi talaga, kasi, ang, yung, it was, it's covered in such a way na, mukha talaga siyang drugs. And I still wonder, bakit, bakit pa rin ito bumibenta ng ganyan? Nakatingin-tingin na plastic. Basta yung pati mga condiments, ganun din binibenta. Pero alam ko, pero when you look at the supermarket naman, mas, mas, Um, wholesale, I guess, yung bintahan. Pero it's not as wholesale. Ako may answer ako dyan sa bakit tingi-tingi tayo kung bumili and tingi-tingi din yung consumer culture, I guess. E, hindi siya related masyado sa reading. I just wanted to I just wanted to connect to what Jet said. Kaya tayo may ganong culture din, I think, is because we live day-to-day or most Filipinos live day-to-day lang, in a sense, na parang it's not like majority of Filipinos can afford a wholesale purchase. Kaya, nag-adapt yung the companies or the corporations that sell these things. Anyway, so the question, for me, I also agree na na ganun pa rin tayo. Ganun tayo noon, ganun pa rin tayo ngayon. Siguro one thing that came to mind while I was reading it and now thinking about the essay, I wonder, is it a matter then of the resources that we have? Parang, is it because we're limited by our resources kaya hindi tayo, what's the term, grow into greatness? Or have we been maybe influenced by colonizers or whoever outside influences into thinking na we're small? That's why ganun din yung culture. More than answers, mas maraming pala isipan ang naiwan with with that essay. Okay, I guess it's my time to answer the question and I'd like to actually pick up from what Pao said. Uh, um, when, when Pao said that um, corporations had to adapt to what the consumers um, to, to the consumers behavior basically and i think it's important to note because um, the 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 one thinking of that strategy was actually able to think of the big picture uh, and, and that's also a filipino right uh, it's a filipino uh, business thinking big and in contrast we have this consumer still thinking small To answer the question, if the observations still uh, hold today, it became sort of a divide that, in a lot of cases, it still holds. A vast majority of people still 
has this small-mindedness um, thinking. But on the other hand, you have this uh, few uh, already thinking uh, large. When I was reading this, actually, the news came out that Ms. Joy Belmonte, the, the Quezon City mayor, tested positive for coronavirus. And what she said, she, she actually blamed it on her work. She said that she had to go to lots of different places, hospitals, and that probably led to her um, getting the virus. And I said, that's a small-minded thinking. If she was a mayor, not a doctor, why would she go to a hospital, right? Uh, what could she possibly do there? Her job is to think of strategies executions to for her government to execute right why did she have to go herself to that place for me that's a kind of there's an example of small-minded thinking right you're not seeing the big picture if you knew that there was a risk you should have ab- avoided going to all those places you can go on to discuss another topic on why they do that it's because they want to be visible and they want to be re-elected in the upcoming election but Of course, you have to think bigger than that, right? That's my answer to that first question. In a lot of cases, it still does. But but the others who have adapted, there are others who have adapted and it's no longer applicable to them. Ang lalim ng reading natin ngayon, yun lang masasabi ko talaga. Although, hindi naman, hindi made me think about like opportunities that I miss because not just personal and not just, not just from my own experience but from other others experiences as well because they think they're satisfied now where where they are and, and this is an uh, this is something that i've i've noticed within my family members parang for me ring kasi ang, ang hirap yung yung described large scale thinking it's very hard right kasi kasi mm-hmm. you only have pa- parang a sort of mere just kalang eh, na iniikutan every day so it's kind of hard really to to go out and, and to think larger at times mm. yeah but so so i think that's one of the reasons i guess and, and which brings us i guess to the next question if it's really hard if foreigners really do things more efficiently versus Filipinos. I mean, I, I think my experience meant I have foreign travel and we've seen some things on foreign media, perhaps. Parang ang unfair ng magiging sagot ko kasi I compare them to Japan. Actually, even Taiwan. <laughs> even Hong Kong and Korea and all the other places that we've, that we've been to. And honestly... Pagpumpunta ako sa ibang bansa, I just wonder about how efficient their systems are and feeling mo they're like, they've already thought of things like 10 steps, 10, 20 steps ahead. And I just wonder, bakit tayo hindi pwede ganyan? Hmm. I agree. Pero, hmm, I just realized, I was gonna say that I would like to think there are things kung saan mas madiskarte yung mga Pilipino. But then, I realize, those are small things. <laughs> so yeah, small thinking pa rin. Things like what? So, <laughs> no. I mean, it, it, life in general, the, the attitude, I guess, sa Filipinos, na parang may pagka madiskarte yung mga Pilipino. 
in a sense. Like I can't think of a specific instance right now, pero uh, I just want to say like in general, Filipinos are resourceful or you know, they can find ways. Just that you know, small thinking asha, no. Inisha as large scale or as long term, I think. Uh, ako, I guess I'd like to take off from what Jet said. Nakinampere mo yung Philippines to all these places, Taiwan, Korea, Japan, Hong Kong. And their systems are actually kind of complicated. Right? Just think about their train system. And I think that's one blatant um, example of how they they think big, right? They, they have this large plan on how their home will be. And like the Philippines, where we have three, um, well, actually four trains, including the PNR, but it's still on the ground. We only think, I, I think, like one or two steps ahead. I, I think it's a blatant example. The reading actually also covered um, this this uh, mentality, yung ninas kumon mentality, wherein once things get complex, tumitigil na mga pinay. I, I think that's one mentality na hanggang ngayon parang it's still there. Yung totoo talaga, na-call out talaga tayo ni ano, ni Kukin. Yung talaga yun eh. <laughs> totoo, totoo. And to think this was in 1988. That's why a whole generation. I am not in business or anything. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So let's go to the um, to the why do you think this is so uh, question. So, so I, I think we all agree that in many ways the small scale thinking are still very much present in the Philippines, and I think it's very much making progress a bit slow. So why do you think this happens? Or, or I think the fifth question, what do you think are the barriers to the described large-scale thinking? It's like for everyone. Because different circumstances. I can speak for my own family because that's the way we were raised. Because I remember my grandfather because they were in a farm and they were, they were very poor. So they had to work with what they have. And yung grandfather ko has always had that mentality na to be grateful with what you have. Kasi the fact na meron ka, that's more than enough. So yung grandfather ko, he wasn't, or he wasn't the man na who would dream big and like want like this, 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 and this, and this for his family. And the fact na they get to live day to day, that's more than enough for him. I guess may mga families who come uh, in the same situation as my grandfather did. Kaya ganun yung thinking nila. Kaya they just think of the next day. Um, on the barriers, I, I think the, the main barrier really is, at least 
now I see it, is mainly education talaga. It's not a priority in our country. So, para sa iniisip ko, if I was not educated, I won't be able to think of these things, the the so-called large-scale trained to see the big picture, or it would have been harder, right? Because if you don't know how to read, if you don't know how to, if you you don't have a very strong grasp of grammar, parang yung ideas that lead to large-scale thinking are hard to come by. In my own personal experience, I, I think usually it's it's when you limit yourself to a, a set of people, not allowing you to parang diversify your thoughts or, or parang, parang we tend to ako personally being I call myself an introvert you tend to isolate yourself from everybody else so when you and when you isolate yourself from everybody else you tend to be closed off to these uh, ideas and when that happens your perspective becomes very limited for me that's the main reason uh, um, education and, and perhaps for a large number of Filipinos Um, isolation. I, I think those lead or those propagate the small-scale thinking of Filipinos. To take off from Nats' discussion on education, I was also in the thinking that maybe more than education, lack of opportunity that hinder from people from growing, for, for, for Filipinos from growing. Parang if you don't have the opportunity to go have an education, don't have the opportunity to, I don't know, to get out of where you're from. You can't help but have the same mindset. I was thinking about how fortunate I am, siguro, na to be able to get out of the provincial mindset. Dun sa province namin, we're very, as in like, I, f- I still feel the whole small-mindedness, the whole backwards thinking. Kaya, I feel like if I didn't leave the province, I wouldn't be like this. I wouldn't be ganito. I wouldn't be molded into this kind of person. Ang hirap pa. Hirap ng tanong. Char. <laughs> Natatawa na lang ako kasi ang hirap niya. <laughs> ang hirap ng tanong. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, ang, ang naisip ko lang right now, kung bakit nahihirapan niyo mga Pilipino na mag-sync in a large scale or long term. Aside from, I guess, Filipinos being a very emotional, reactive people, I wanna say. I still I still believe na ano kasi tayo. Yun nga, tulad ng sabi ko kanina, we're still at that phase na we're still living day to day parang we're just trying to survive day to day parang hierarchy of needs de ba na eh hindi nga natin masolusyonan yung basic stuff so how can we start thinking about bigger things beyond if we're gonna survive this day parang ganon I think that's that's a huge barrier to why not a lot of people can think big and part of it then siguro yung kasi uso sa Pilipino yung smart shaming, right? Y- yung parang 
people who suggest ah hate that yeah people who suggest wow ikaw na it's very common here in the Philippines kapag may nagsasabi ng grandeur plans para they will other people will bring it down right will tear it down to pieces Mm-mm. actually true true pero bakit kaya tayo may ganong mindset no ayun ba tayo bakit common yung smart shaming paano tayo naging ganun pinag-iisipan ko din how do we dig into the Filipino psyche to answer yung question ni Pao kanina na why we have that Siguro, I, I think yung ano pa rin eh, yung, yung, yung parang lack of education pa rin. Kasi pa, pa, parang I guess yung mindset na yun disappears as more people get educated. Kasi, kasi they'll see the benefits of it, right? You know, they'll see the benefits of plans that work. If it, the, the plans keep on stopping, people don't appreciate it. I kind of wonder though, because like, what if you're already educated, like you're educated to the best of your, ano, like, nakatapos ka ng college and all. So, what exactly is big thinking anyway? Like, sige, fine. What if, even if you get all the education that you have, yet you still feel like, this is big enough for me, okay na to, then you can be happy. So, is that still small thinking? Is that still big thinking? hindi lang siya for me at the very least hindi lang siya something individual thing parang it's more of a community thing eh. right kasi, kasi on your own parang you can only achieve really this much no matter how smart you are no matter how skilled you are alone it's really parang there's a limit to what you can achieve by yourself It's it's more of y- yung large scale thinking. It's it has to be something na community based, right? Be- mm. Because y- yung large scale thing like yung pag pag cross ng seas, de ba? You can't do it alone, right? It's always a a community thing or or, or a team thing, something um, collaborative. A part of the large scale thinking is really uh, acknowledging that you have to work with others, that you have to work as a team for you to achieve something large. Siguro, let's go to the final question. Y- yung, given how much society has progressed since 1988, um, what would you like to tell Mr. Joaquin pa- para after reading the essay? Or... Sabihin ko lang sa kanya, Mr. Joaquin, ganito pa rin kami. Ayoko na. Gusto ko nang mag-quit. Uh, I wanna quit being a Filipino. Is that possible? Hello? Hello? Ako, ang gusto ko lang sabihin sa kanya, thanks for the call out and we're sorry that 32 years later, wala pa rin pinagbago from the Filipinos that he wrote about to the Filipinos existing today. Period. Di ba he wrote this? Unfortunately. 1988, no? Huh? 1988. Yeah. Parang, yep. ilang ilang generations pa rin yung nakasabayan niya and they still think the same thing so maybe maybe in like 20 years or 10 more years until the next generation baka the next generation will hopefully improve pero right now ayun dito pa rin kami still the same same old same old sadly but we're trying 
are we? <laughs> I, um, I, I want to say we're trying. <laughs> I want to say, but I don't know. For me, if I'll say anything to Mr. Joaquin, I'll say thank you for for the insight. But I'll also say that I wish he could have written it in a language easier to read. Because <laughs> I was reading this. <laughs> If I was reading this 10 years ago, I wouldn't have gone past the first few pages because it's really um, the the term that's the terms that he used. Lily Pushan, what the fuck is that even? That does that even? <laughs> I don't even care to actually look for the meaning of that word. Um, it was there right in the first few paragraphs. I I will oh. I will just tell him that I wish you could have made it easier to read. the thoughts that you've conveyed. Alam mo, yung reading niya nga, hindi talaga to, hindi talaga to babasahin ng mga tao. First of all, hirap na hirap na nga ta- tayo ha, tayo na. Meron ng ganitong diglisa. Tapos hirap pa rin tayo magbasa. Eh, what more? Kaya yung common person, punyera. Right, right. So, <laughs> na ko, Para kanino ba niya to sinulat? I wonder. Yeah. Baka yeah. sa, sa bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie. ng mga Pilipino. Wow, sa mga burgis, charet. Yung mga, ano, yung may mga masters and PhDs. Yung reason din, no, why, why pinili ko siya, kasi I, I think, I, I feel like I wanted, I wanted to take a stab at parang breaking it down into more bite-sized chunks na mas madaling maintindihan, I guess, ng general public. I, I, I'm not sure But personally can I say? if If we were able to capture the full essence ng sinulat niya, but I think we did a pretty good, decent job at the very least. I, I'd say it. it, it I think, uh, as in, to be very fair, to, as in, like, really, that you were able to capture, like, yung whole TLDR kanina. Kahit na mahaba, but you were able to come up with it anyway. Na uh, bypassing all the... all the highfalutin words that he had that Mr. Joaquin put in there. Sinabi ko dito may episode TLDR. <laughs> hey, good, good luck sa'yo. Ano? <laughs> <laughs> so how do we TLDR? A complex topic. I think TLDR, our culture is hard to understand and we're hard, ano to? It's hard to understand ourselves as Filipinos and it's hard to look at ourselves within an hour it takes a lot of thought and a lot of uh introspection i guess a lot of observation and for me not everyone has time for that <laughs> so which is why we are small thinkers <laughs> that's that's it for me siguro rather than give a tldr i'd i'd probably say that these types of readings with with these thoughts but these are good uh, messages right or critiques to society pero parang for me if written in and a lot of a lot of filipinos maraming ganitong ideas eh, maraming um good good ideas um ngayon ko lang naiisip to right na parang na now i feel that he probably when when you asked pao kung para kanino ba niya sinulat to parang feeling ko right na oh ano kanino ba para kanino ba niya sinulat to kasi parang it was addressed to the filipinos and yet the language 
wasn't even in Filipino. The language was really, cannot really be understood by the regular Filipino. So as a conclusion, I guess, the the thought was there. You, you have to try to think big, um, collaborate um, as a community, stop smart shaming or, or stop shaming grandeur plans. Kung ang target market mo is, or kung ang gusto mong pagsabihan, I, I guess, eh mga Pilipino, parang speak in their own language. Or, or speak in their own language, that was English na. Sorry, pasensya na. Ganun lang, I guess. So, TLDR, <coughs> pag kumagawa kayo ng essays for the Filipino, make sure it's for the Filipino. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 Grabe. <laughs> ilang ano yun, ilang TLDR na yun. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you have the book, Culture and History, um, it, it's probably in your local bookstore, but you can easily find it in the internet, um, in Scribe. Yeah, I, I think it's it's fairly easy to find uh, in a quick Google search. So, sinabi ni Nat na kung may kopya kayo ng libro, Culture and History, nandun yung essay. It's by Anvil Publishing, tsaka mabibili nyo siya sa National. So, madali lang siyang hanapin. I hope, I think. So, go. Check okay. it out. Let's support our publishers. Yeah, and I think, and I, I, I would like to recommend the book. Kahit na hindi ko pa siya tapos, pero kung interesado kayong mas aralin or mas maintindihan kung sino tayo bilang Pilipino, yung culture and history na libro, meron siyang 15 essays. So, yun. Go read it. So, this has been Nats, Jet, and Pao. Leaving you, hopefully, aspiring for a heritage of greatness rather than smallness. You can email us at tldrpodcastph at gmail.com. That's tldrpodcastph at gmail.com. And remember, if you have no time to read, just listen to TLDR. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>